0: Welcome to the Embrace Your Life Podcast Season Two, the place to be to live authentically by simply embracing your life. With your hosts, Kayla and Annie. Hi, everyone. I'm Kayla, and this is Annie. And today, we'll be exploring what it means to be your true self, knowing the difference between authenticity and how other people's expectation can influence us in being someone we truly aren't meant to be. So, Annie, it's such a great honor to have you here co-hosting this season two with me. And I want to know, what's your thoughts on the subject? What has been your experience so far? And how would you actually describe it to someone to actually be. Wow, it sounds so profound. I love it though. Wow, to be authentic to me,
1: the first thing that kind of comes through, it's the experience of when you express yourself to like your truest core. And obviously that is not easily identified. We don't always know maybe how or if we are, but I think that's something that speaks when you speak from your core and when you are your truest self in every moment, It's your true self shines through, like every aspect that created you from the past, what is making you you today. And it doesn't have to be complicated. I think we just probably overanalyze the idea because we want to resemble the image of your best friend, maybe your mother, or maybe someone that you've uh, appreciated as a mentor, you you, you are in awe of repre- representing them and being like them. Um, but I think it's like when you allow yourself to shine through in whatever best way you know how, even though that it's not always perfect and there's no such thing as a perfection, That authentic self shows up, even if it's for a second, for an hour, for a slight moment or forever. And it's the beautiful part of really uh, that just comes through. And I think that's amazing. Once you start to discover or become aware of the realization of that experience and true self.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely, I I like how you really described, You said, you know, it's how you shine through. You 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 let yourself shine through. Um, it's the essence that we have within that is, you know, the core of who we are, and also you said something really key there about being your true self is is being the person you are meant to be by not necessarily trying to fulfill the shoes that society or family or our loved ones has as an expectation of who we should be for them or to them, right? So when I think authenticity, what comes to mind is really to be real, be honest, and not try to be a people pleaser, right mm-hmm. that those are like a byproduct of perhaps um characteristics of the person that we shape to become when we're trying to be someone else that we're not actually and i i have a long past you know no guilt here but um I have a long tendency of being a people pleaser in my life. And that as a result of being, you know, always trying to please other, I forgot who I was in the process. And it wasn't until later in life that I could realize, you know, that I was having this tendency of trying to always please other and putting other people's needs before my, And from there, I wasn't shining true. I wasn't being my true self. I wasn't being authentic. I was always trying to fulfill the expectations of others, and by doing so, you know you you will eventually uh, by stepping into your power. Let's call it like that. Uh, by owning your own strengths and beautiness, uh, your essence, your core. You can, some people might call it soul. Some you know some people might call it just be uh, like be yourself. Your true true self. Um, but you will disappoint people. And I think you will disappoint people. And we can talk about that maybe later on. But you will bring disappointment, but you will be free from all these expectations of others. And you will set yourself free from, you know, the madness that the world has um, for you, the agenda that they have for you. So, yeah, I think authenticity is a super big topic that we can dive so deep into, but let's keep it at the surface level for now and perhaps ex- expand on it as uh, as we continue on this season. Yeah, you touch
1: on so many good points and, you know, uh, share so many good, uh, beautiful wisdom around it all. Um, you know, you, it was something that was interesting about uh, that stood out for me when you talked about being confused and forgetting who I was. And I think the the reality or the beauty within that confusion and forgetting who we are is we never really knew who we truly are. We had an idea and that's okay. The idea was influenced by our society, uh, the culture, our upbringing, our beliefs, um, our family, our loved ones, our friends, all created this concept of the idea of must resemble this Because this is what we know to do. And I think within that confusion, or I forgot who I was, and it's through the beauty of the forgetting who I am, that it it gives you the the opening, the door of accessing, well, who am I? You know, like, Mm -hmm. who am I truly? Like, is this me? And I've always loved the reference in the question, like, if at any point in time when you have to think something through make a decision, react in the moment, or just go on about something. And if you ask yourself for one second, is this true to me? Mm. And see what answer comes through. And your body, your authentic self will know, if you truly know how to listen, tune in, tap in, and just be in that moment to help you understand, this whole time, I was going on about this way, about this thing, And it's not even my belief. It's not even, Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is anymore, but that's okay. This is like the epistle of the moment of opening that Pandora's box of who is my true self and who am I? And to ask those questions is the most normal or more sane or the most beautifully weird thing you could probably ever do to yourself (laughs) because you're stepping into you and it's just a beautiful part of the beginning of that discovery.
0: Mm, absolutely and that's such a great question and simple but yet profound who am I right Mm. like think here for a second stop whatever you're doing and just stop for a second and listen to yourself and ask yourself this question like who am I and just ask on repeat right like who am I just as Annie mentioned here really listen to what comes up you know thoughts feelings emotion all the good stuff that comes true I mean, there's no right or wrong answer at this point. It, it, I think everyone has a different outcome or version of what that looks like or should feel like or sound like. But that's a very profound question that can help you, I think, to truly start the beginning of your journey on being authentic mm. is asking this question. Love it. I really love that. And even when you do ask a uh, who am I, That you ask it
1: now and then you do it again five minutes later, the beauty of it, the answer will never be the same. If you've opened Mm -hmm. that door and you've allowed for the authentic stuff to start shining through and speaking through you in whatever way that works for you. The who am I, you you should, I've done it before. When I read about it, okay, I'm going to ask myself. And it's the reality of the experience. Every time I do, most of not, the answer is not the same. You know, we are identified by our name and it's a beautiful thing. Our parents gave us such a gift of identity and recognition that when I hear Annie, my head turns, right? And it's a beautiful Mm -hmm. thing. Or when I speak up to Kayla, I know I'm speaking with Kayla today, you know? Uh, So it's an amazing thing. But in the realization that as beautiful as it is, the lane, the name does not identify you to your true nature. It is just a name. If you took my soul and we switched bodies and I took your soul and I hopped in your body, you would see my personality shine through your body and people would be confused. Well, you look like Kayla, mm-hmm. but you sound like Annie, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. because me, me and me and my authentic self shines through that way. And you can shift my body and take my soul into yours. And as I would speak out and like have ways and of doing things and saying things and my movement, you'd, when you knew me, you'd re- you'd, if you knew me, you'd really know, oh, my God, mm-hmm. why does this look like Annie? But visually, it's not because your authentic self is not identified by the physical aspect of your being, which are gifts of your parents. They are the creation of that. But the soul and your authentic self actually belongs
0: to you, always did and always will. Mm-hmm. Well said. I like that analogy i guess i i would switch bodies in any you know any time of day with you um but yeah it's true our our authentic self is not tied to physical matter or you know to what we look like or how you know the clothes we wear or the music we listen to but it is shaped at the core true self um is is how we feel how we you know who we are ways we think the way we come um to reasoning, I guess that's one way to put it, but really the connection to our, I would say heart, uh, I'll put it that mm-hmm. way, is our connection to our, our heart and the love that we have. So that's beautiful. You you said that beautifully. I really like that. But e-
1: And even when you said like, you know, it, the things that are not, our authentic self in that kind of sense with, in reference to either music or the clothes you wear, but the beauty of it all, it creates, it's like... The fluff on a cake, you know, or maybe the frosting on a Sunday, it makes Mm. it that much more interesting. It also makes it very unique to you, because you Mm -hmm. are expressing them that way. And I've built an idea of what that feels how you how I like one sweater versus how you hate that sweater still makes you you <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a unique recognition of the personality but the sweater does not define the beauty of your soul and who you are at your true authentic mm-hmm. self within your heart and within that being uh, but yeah. it definitely adds a sparkle and sprinkle uh, to the beauty of who you choose to express to be and as you figure out the authentic self within yourself for sure
0: yeah, there's a really cool movie that came out from Disney. I believe it was last year during the pandemic. It couldn't have been more beautiful timing, I guess. Um, it is called Soul, right? And oh, they're it. all these you little... just gave me
1: shivers. I love that movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they're like those little um, cartoons, we'll call it like that. And they're basically blue, blue um, yeah, cartoons, but they're representing souls. And, you know, this person, not person, this soul is trying to go back to Earth and trying to, you know, I guess, fulfill its uh, its purpose. And it's a beautiful movie. I, I think I cried when I watched it first. I was emotional mm-hmm. at some too. point. <laughs> but just to say, like, you know, it's a good reference uh, if you have the chance to watch it and listen to it. I think it, they describe it so well because it's it's not our physical body that defines who we are. It's really our essence and our core, right? It's really, at the end of the day, like authentic can shine through many things, many objects, many stuff. We can say, oh, you know, a piece of uh, a car that is uh, authentic. You know, we can label it as authentic because it's from the the original brand and has the original pieces and stuff. But when we speak about like humans being authentic, it really comes down to our belief or, you know, our values our even our culture, the, the one we identify with, there's no right or wrong, you know, our spirituality, the society that we're in, like all of these things um, shapes who we are in a form and shape and way, but they form as well, our authentic self, right? They mm-hmm. shape how we stand or take a voice and, and become this, um, yeah, this human being, I guess, on the on the earth. But what's mostly important, uh, I think, to retain from this is that your authentic self um, is not imposed, right? It's not something that's coming from someone and saying, you have to be like this, right? Or you need to be like this to be authentic. I call BS on it because at the end of the day, um, as long as it's not harmful to anyone else, right? Let's keep that in mind. <laughs> Indeed. Um, your core self is really pure. It's pure love. It it's is. pure essence. It has no, no harm, right? It, it's just It just wants to be, right? Mm. I think that's the message here to keep in mind is that you are your unique self for a reason and you are deserving to be that person. You don't need to do any extra you know, you don't need to take any extra trainings or any extra stuff to become the person that you're meant to be. You're already that person. But as we said before, sometimes we have experiences in our life where we tend to forget that part of ourselves that is our core self, is our true self. And I think that's where we can dive deeper and trying to find ways on how to like remove those layers and really go back to the basics. So what what are your thoughts, maybe, Annie, on that? And how do you become just your true authentic self, like, all the time? I guess, and I, I just want to make reference that you, you
1: used beautiful words, and I love it, the essence of who you are at the core. That is so beautifully said, and that's a beautiful perspective on even asking yourself is who am I is too big you know what does this essence at your own core feel like how is it represented and you know I just had a thought about would you be your own best friend and mm-hmm. what does that say for you right would you be your own best friend to the level on every level not just because of how you laugh or how you behave at work and your how you uh, go on about doing business or perform or uh, study and remember all your notes, like at the true essence of your core, like, what is that? And would you be your own best friend? Would you want to be with that person 24 seven? And if there's a slight no there, and that is totally okay. Then ask yourself why, what is it? You know, what am I missing? You know, how does that look? But you talked about like the, the creation of who we become. And, you know, we mentioned it earlier, the beliefs, the values, uh, the society says that you have to be a certain way. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. We were brought up in this world. Like we are so fortunate to even be here right now in this moment, you and I having this beautiful experience together for ourselves and whoever choose to take part and enjoy the beautiful uh, information, wisdom or stories that we have to share, you know, and share mm-hmm. that with others. But I think that external environment influence says a lot. And I think there's a fine line of like, I guess between the space of your core essence and truest self at the heart level and what you are represented or seen as or identify yourself as a human out there in society within your own bedroom walls or with friends. I think there's a beautiful partnership in, I guess if you try to act exactly as Annie does, and that's a lot more on the physical term, but also connects at one point to the core self as well, you can try, might take a lot of practice, and eventually you could, you could really become good at it. But you're still always going to act like Kayla, and Annie's always going to act like Annie. And I think that physical aspect of recognition of the external influences from beliefs and values and society and culture and upbringing that we've take, could taken on and that we can keep forever or allowed to let loose and ask the question, does it even belong to me, still create the truth you like you would see me in a crowd or you'd hear me speaking you wouldn't even have to look twice either that because i'm behind you or i'm in front of you you would recognize annie on so many levels, and depending on of how deep our friendship is, you would know right away, I think right there, and I have shivers talking about it, the recognition of my soul, my essence, mm. at my core, within my heart, and how I express myself, and who I am, and how I show up. And look, I'm not perfect. I have a moment I show up, I'm a mess. I'm a mm. mess. It's not pretty. You probably don't <laughs> want to see me. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to see me too, right? Mm. And uh, But I think the experience of the discovery and... It reminded me, I thought of like old friendships that I'm so fortunate to still have in my life. Two best friends that I had in high school. Yes, we're not as close as we used to be and thank God to social media, we get to keep up on each other's lives and connect once in a while. And some of them I was able to physically see. And it was, it was actually a beautiful thing that you're not aware. And it was recognition of the idea of what we think someone is, that what they used to be, what they've become. And a friend mm-hmm. had highlighted is like, I, I feel like you are the Annie I used to know. And at one mm-hmm. point you were no longer there. And, you know, and it was, it was, I love that the person was so honest with me and I just love, and they made me think. Then I'm like, where did I go? What happened? Mm-hmm. And you talked about like forgetting yourself. And I think I did. I forgot myself for 20 mm-hmm. years. Well, maybe a little bit less because big shift has happened over the last few years for me and the discovery of who I am, my city, and what does that sound like? What does that feel like? What does that look like? And I think I did lose myself. And I've said it to you. Uh, when I was your age, I was not speaking the way I do. And I was not speaking the way you do. I'm like, you are way beyond your years, girl. As <laughs> I wish I was there. I was lost and I was looking for something way outside of my body at that
0: time. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that transformation, right? Absolutely. I think, you know, as you said and a lot of people said that, you know, for, for my age, I speak maybe better than other people are thinking differently. But I think it comes from experience. And I'll be honest, you know, I it, I, I went through a lot of pain and suffering before I reached that point. And I think mm-hmm. everyone's journey will be different, of course. And none of it is better or truer than than anyone but yourself you know we all have our paths our timing uh you were talking about social media just now and recently I caught myself looking at you know scrolling through Facebook and then going through seeing high school people that I went to school with and now they have you know these cars these houses these kids and I look at myself and I'm like hmm Yeah, look at my life. And I I caught myself comparing myself a little bit. And, And we all know we shouldn't, right? We all know. But for a glimpse, a second, I compared myself and I could feel the emotion rising up. And I could feel myself compare myself and say, oh my goodness, I'm not there yet. I'm not having this. I don't have that. But then I stop myself and I look at all the stuff that I have in my life that I'm actually grateful for, that I've worked my ass for, that I've actually overcome, maybe not on the financial aspect or maybe not on the physical material in the world recognized by the society as being successful, but like, I have a lot of wins. I've overcome a lot of struggles internally, I've healed some shit, I've, you know, I've reconciled with my family and have better relationship than ever before, like, these are all major wins for me, I don't know how many other people can say, you know, I have a fancy car, I have a fancy house, but that I actually have, you know, what's most valuable and important now is good relationship with themselves, do they love themselves. Are they seeking always validation from others or can they give themselves the validation they're looking for? You know, all these elements, I think it's so deep, but at the same time, it's like things that people overlook because for me, material is nothing. I'm not attached to material. I even say all the time, like at the end of the day, if you would say, take everything I own material, like material wise, and I could trade it for like, just being me all the time and like being good and feeling good in my skin and loving myself and, and being healthy. And like, I would, I would do that. Like material, money can be created. Like it's, it's never, it's, it changed, right? Like it, it gets used, you need to buy again, whatever. But like at the essence, we all change, of course, as a human, but I just want to be myself for the rest of my life. I don't want to be someone else. I don't want to be, you know, trying to fulfill the, the gap of somebody's expectation towards me. So yeah, I, I recognize that um, it comes with times, it comes with practice, but it also comes with willingness, to change for the better and to accept yourself as you truly are in that right? moment lot at of, that time yeah absolutely and i think once you open that door uh it's like turning the switch on you can't turn it off once you open the light no. the light yes. is not going out <laughs> you know so you need to be ready to jump on the roller coaster of like the ups and the downs and the real life struggles that goes with trying to discover who you truly are And I think maybe, Annie, you can expand on that of what it's like to, you know, shed light on your darkest times and how it is to actually heal the baggage you need to heal to become or or not even becoming, but just being who you truly are meant to be.
1: Yeah, you said so many beautiful things, you know, the journey, the uniqueness for each one of us and, you know, being in the moment where we are for as much as we know to be in that moment is okay. And I think we talked about people, you know, expectations, and so-and-so is here in their life, and I'm not. Well, who said? Who said it had to be that way? Again, is it mine? Are, they, are those my beliefs? And you said, like, I w- I want to hang out with me. I'm stuck with me, guys. Like, unless, you know, my time is gone. I am in this body, in this persona, at my essence, in my core, still trying to figure it out. And I'm not going anywhere because I can't switch with Kayla. <laughs> it'd be fun i think we'd have a blast doing so however um but yeah and you just talked about the light and i think when you do switch that switch on and i feel i've had many opportunities with a little glimpse of on switch without realizing what they were and we definitely can talk about some of this in 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 future podcasts but um i think with depression and burnout and like major illnesses in my family and loss of loved ones it's uh it's like the switch had been turned on. And it's I feel like it's unfortunate that we need to go through traumatic events. And I'm grateful my events are have been not that even comparable to some. Some has been, I feel beyond extreme in a different level. My were very emotional base, hence I've developed such a passion for emotions and the impact that they have on our well-being on so many levels. Um, but it's about once that light switches on, and then you were talking, I was like, ooh, I was having like this visual and knowing of this experience that I wanted to say, like. Once the switch is on, the light, all it can do is continue to shine. But the beauty within that experience, uh, it casts a shadow depending Mm. where it is, where it's at, how much room, how much light there is within that light, how much space, how much love, how much wind, you know, Mm. this, this light will cast automatically and create shadows around it. And those shadows are wanting, there's something hiding in the shadow or else there wouldn't be a shadow. So what Mm -hmm. is behind the shadows? What is inside those shadows? And all those things are you wanting to be discovered, wanting to be seen, wanting to be heard, wanting to be felt. You know, you've never heard yourself this way or felt that way because, and again, we're going back to like childhood experience and trauma and things. We're going to beautiful topics. We're going to touch throughout this journey together in season two of your podcast episode. And, um, And I think that's the beauty. It's of that little light. That little shimmer of light will always exist. And the more we give it attention, the more that we give it love, the more that we even just look at it and like, what do you want and what do you mean and what do you represent and what do I do with you? Because it's not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. So what's around it? What shadow? What things are hiding in its shadows or in its surroundings that is waiting for it to even shine greater so we can show you what's hiding in the shadows and then that can start resurfacing step by step, level by level, one by one, and starting to see those little parts of you that you either ignored, never acknowledged, or never knew existed because we are not brought up into like, I don't, I don't think that when I was a kid that anybody ever asked me, like, who are you? Can you imagine mm-hmm. being a kid and being asked that question? You'd be like, what? But I mean, probably giving enough awareness at a, as a very young child into the understanding and free flowing of creation and being, and versus saying, no, don't do this. And no, well, what if I allowed you to explore and figure that out? That's even that's it starts so young, it starts so young, but we were not brought up that way. And that's okay. Today, we are awakened at our own momentum at our own rhythm. At my, my age, you know, as a human being, and you're at your age as a human being. And here we are having those conversations of like, what? You would have said something like this Mm. to me 20 years ago i would have been like you're great gray like i have Mm. (laughs) what are you talking about you make no Mm. sense and there's a timing and a season and a place for every aspect of the awakening and the beauty and the discovery of the true essence at your core within your soul in your heart of who that light is and what, how bright does it want it to shine and what color does it have and how amazing can it be? And that's definitely the beauty of the experience of discovery of self and authenticity for sure.
0: Absolutely. I'm just going to wrap up here and say, you know, you said something key, you know, if you were asked as a kid, if you know who you are, and I'm just going to point out that as kids, I think they, you know, before I get all these expectations from society, we knew who we were, yes. but we didn't have the means to express it fully. Oh, and if, you know, if, if I guess our parents or education system, governments, name it, the people who surround us, who shape us, um, if they recognized that we know who we are, but they would have allowed us to express ourselves the way that we are supposed to. I think life would be much better and better for everyone in the you know at the end game, mm. um, as we wouldn't put these expectations on so young kids. You know, I I I'm putting myself back when I was a kid. It was like I always had to fulfill the shoes of someone I wasn't to be accepted, to be polite, to always, you know, please people, to always make sure my family, uh, you know, I was the the one that was responsible to make sure like the glue of the family, we'll call it. Yeah, and how hard were those shoes to fill? You struggled a lot, didn't you? Yeah, and that's maybe where we're at the breaking point is that many of us went through these experiences because we needed that in order to become the person we are meant to be so that the next generation can just shine through even quicker and faster and Mm. add their timing, right? So I I respect fully any bad or good experience that I've went through. Um, I made peace with it. Mm. Some that, you know, maybe sometimes they trigger and they come up and of course, we get like, oh my God, why this happened? But it happened because it needed to happen that way. I'm not saying that, you know, if you went through something horrible or terrifying um, that like you deserve it, but at the end of the day, it, it shaped who you are and you were like stronger because of it. So, so think on at least the bright side of it. Hopefully you came out with this experience as something positive, and you can see the silver lining that you were meant to go through these experiences, so you can heal, or help, or serve other people in a bigger and much broader way that you can think possible right now. You know, when we're in the caught up in the emotion, sometimes we don't see the bigger picture yeah, yet. Everything's but, foggy at that time,
1: and that's okay. Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah, and everything has its own season, its own you know timing. So just kind of respect that. So if you're interested in learning more about like transition, transformation, and change, that's what Annie and I will be sharing on our next episode next week. So please stay tuned to learn more about how you can embrace that season in your life and change for the better with all due time. So stay tuned for the next week's episode. And Annie, it was such a great pleasure to be connected with you today and have this wonderful conversation to the beginning of something that I think and hope will become so much bigger and broader and will (laughs) help uh, humanity. to shine through and really be their true authentic self uh, day in and day out. So thank you so much for showing up. It's a pleasure to be
1: here. I'm excited for this journey together. And big thank you and big love to you and all of you <laughs> who choose to tune in. We are happy to just be together and uh, tune in and be, tr- be us as much and as the best way we know how. It's amazing. Thank you. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe and share it with your friends and family.
0: Also, head on over to our website, EmbraceYourLifePodcast.com to learn more how you can live your most authentic life. Thanks for listening. And until next time, remember to embrace your life.